Hello, everybody, and welcome to the premiere episode of my new podcast, Traumatized. Today is going to be a very blunt and simple podcast, and I'm going to talk about how society today, there is a secret mental disaster that is coming. And the majority of us have no idea that we're involved. And if it ever gets to the point where it truly becomes a crisis, just like COVID, we're going to be very poorly undermanned to handle it. We are lacking the empathy and the compassion from the general society. And we are also well undermanned when it comes to specialists like psychiatrists and psychologists who are capable of handling complex trauma or just trauma in general. There are a lot of people out there who have no idea that they are dealing with trauma and usually explains why they're having a lot of the problems that they're having today. Some of it is because they have no intention or are too scared to talk about it, whether it's with one of their friends or their partner or family or going to a specialist like a psychiatrist or a psychologist and discussing why they don't feel the way they should, why they feel lost or they feel like there's just no hope anymore or they have no motivation to do anything. Like it's just not worth the effort day to day. A lot of people hide from their fear and try to find ways to deal with it instead of getting the help that they need. So they go and find something that will give them the satisfaction and take away the pain, even if it's for a few hours. There's things that they like to do like alcohol, drugs, sex, thrills. They like to risk their health and safety, you know, like going out and, and doing things that are a high risk and could lead to death or serious injury because it's the only way for them to have any chance to feel normal again. But when it's over, they feel lost. They don't, it's like they're just in a, in a world that they don't really care for and they want nothing to do with it. And sadly, that's a reality for a lot of people out there. Now, when I look around, being someone who's dealt with complex trauma and the knowledge and information that I have gained in the past three years since my diagnosis of complex 
post-traumatic stress disorder, I have this tendency to watch people and to look at other individuals that are walking around in their daily life or, you know, sitting by themselves and not interacting with anybody. And it's not because they don't want to. A lot of it is because there's this fear that has transformed into many different, you know, negative qualities and, and negative feelings that interrupt their abilities to be things like social and be able to take care of themselves and eat healthy or exercise on a regular basis or have friendships or be able to resist things like like drugs and alcohol drinking you know gambling uh excessive buying um a lot of people in order to help make themselves feel better and feel themselves you know feel normal they have this urge to to you know to to do something that will make them feel happy and make them feel needed or you know feel good about themselves and sometimes they do this for in front of their friends or in front of other people to get a reaction and it honestly doesn't matter if it's a negative reaction or a positive reaction they just are wanting someone to pay attention to them someone to give them some sort of you know reaction or or maybe feel sorry for them or take pity on them and make them feel wanted or make them feel cared for because it helps make them feel better about themselves but unfortunately the reality for a lot of these people and sadly they don't realize this and they just never know is that they're not getting the help that they so sorely need the correct method of of getting better and feeling happier about themselves is to deal with what has made them feel scared or what has traumatized them or what triggers them into doing these bad things you know like getting an addiction or being abusive or just avoiding social situations uh, being alone you know losing your job and unfortunately for some people becoming homeless and then you then they're really losing all control and they just feel like there's no hope and there's no going back and the only way to truly fix this is to get the help that is needed and I'm not necessarily saying that the only help out there is by seeing a therapist or a specialist. Sure, you can go to a psychologist and you can sit down in his comfy chair 
and you can talk about the things that are causing you pain and he can listen to you and show concern and empathy and can and you can hopefully get a connection with your therapist so that you feel that this is worth staying with and getting towards the process of healing and overcoming your fears but there's also people in your life not everybody is as lucky as some to have a caring family that is willing to do whatever it takes you know some people are alone their family abandons them or maybe it's their it was their family that caused the trauma you know and and they're afraid of so they they've abandoned their family and they don't really know what it's like to trust someone you know like a, a serious deep complete trusting of of a person to the point where you can let your guard down and allow yourself to believe and to trust these that individual or that group of people that their best intentions is to help make you feel better to help you move towards the ultimate goal of of healing from your trauma someday and i know that it's hard like some people they have a good connection they have a good group of of people that they in their lives that care about them and love them very much some people have families like a wife and and children who are always there to support them and do whatever it takes for them to not feel alone and feel desperate or at the end of their rope they have the support that they are desiring and that they want and it helps him you know give them a chance and it's a long and frustrating journey throughout you know the time when they finally are starting to realize what's going on when someone is first diagnosed with complex trauma or CPTSD there's a lot of different feelings and steps that people go through before they're truly ready to move towards the process of healing and getting better a lot of them are you know they get upset they get angry because they they get angry with the with the people who caused the trauma who who pained them and hurt them and abused them whether it was a physical abuse or emotional abuse so they stay angry and they feel like they want to take revenge on them or they want to take it out on them or pay back and for some people they have a hard time getting past that they feel like the only way to to get any kind of satisfaction out of it is to literally do something that's harmful and unfortunately there's a lot of there's been a lot of crimes and violence that has happened in the world and especially in the United States where 
people in school, like doesn't really matter what level, have been constantly bullied and harassed and made fun of because maybe they're different. Maybe they believe in something that other people don't or the way they feel or maybe because they're gay or they're not like others that people are not able to accept them. They are not willing to see them for who they are and treat them like everybody else, you know, like everybody is equal. Everybody gets treated the same. And so their fear and the pain and the anguish that they feel as they're growing up and when they're, you know, starting to finish their school years, suddenly they, they want to, they want, the only thing they, they think that will help them to get them any kind of retribution or to feel better is to take revenge on them, to go into the schools with their guns and to kill those who, you know, caused their pain and bullied them and made them feel the way they feel. But that's not a healthy way to deal with this. And sadly, there's a lot of people out there that do handle it like that. And the reason that a lot of this happens is often there aren't any, there's nobody out there who can get in there and help them, like give give them guidance and show them that there are other ways to help yourself heal from your pain and your trauma and, and that terrible feeling that you constantly have inside yourself, in your heart and in your mind, that instead of having a violent end to everything to realize that some of these people they just there's there's no there's like there's no way that you can forgive or overlook what they did yes it's terrible bullying and teasing and making fun of someone because they're different maybe because they're not athletic or they're they're too smart for for everybody else and so they think of them as as a different person and they tease and bully and and harass them that there's something going on with them too it's they're not necessarily a normal person with a healthy you know background there's likely something going on with them that they've never told anybody that's hiding that they've never said to anyone you know and they don't know how to express it and how to get help on their own time so we need to feel the ability not only to forgive ourselves but to forgive those who have traumatized us i'm not saying you forget it And I'm not indicating that you're excusing what they did to you. People deserve what they get. And often karma will catch up to them. But being 
going in and having a violent reaction by shooting somebody to take revenge on them or to harm them is definitely not the answer to your trauma and to your pain. That is a way of doing it, but that is definitely the wrong way to go about getting any kind of satisfaction out of the pain that you've felt throughout the years. We all, if you look around, you know, next time you're you're out and about, whether you're going to work, you're taking the, the mass transit, or you're getting on a bus, or you're walking down the street, and you pass by a lot of people and a lot of them are going to be strangers, especially those who are living in a, in a major city where there's millions of people around you. It's there's a really good chance that you're going to have nine out of 10 people or possibly everybody that you walk by being a stranger. You don't know them. You maybe you see some of them many times in a week. You know, you walk by them multiple times and there's a lot of people that you look at and you watch and or maybe you're observing sitting at the bus stop or or waiting to get on the train and and there's people gathering and you look at a lot of people and they look angry or they look sad or distraught or maybe they look scared maybe there's that feel that, like that look of nervousness or they're scared of something, or they're scared of going to work, or maybe they're there maybe there's something going on personally, like they're in a an abusive relationship where their boyfriend or their girlfriend or wife, husband are beating them and they don't know how to get out. Like they they're they're stuck. They're they're lonely and they're well, not lonely, sorry, they're alone and they have nowhere to turn. They don't know what to do. And so they look scared and they are keeping to themselves. And sometimes they have their reactions to things like maybe they actually get bumped into or maybe, you know, they drop something and it breaks on the ground. You know, maybe maybe they're just feeling clumsy or they're tired because they didn't get any sleep due to their partner beating them up. And their reactions, you know, they're, 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 they could be angry, they could be frustrated and they grab whatever it is that fell and broke and they throw it across the hall or across the train station and they swear and, they, and they're, they're crying because they're so frustrated and they're so, it, it, it's like the world is against them, right? And people stand around and 99% of these people that are, are, are there observing this, they don't want to do anything. All they do is immediately in their brain, they're thinking negative. They have this, they have this thought of what's wrong with this person? They're acting crazy. Why are they being so ridiculous? Why are they getting so angry? You know, they, they never think to stop and say to themselves, Maybe that person's not having a good day. Maybe there's something happening in their lives that we don't know about that is causing them this stress and the pain 
and that fear and that anger that they're expressing. Maybe that's their only way to, to get away from what they're living in. Maybe there is no escape. There are people in this world who are really great at hiding the reality in their world. They walk around, they smile, they dress pretty, or they dress really handsomely in, in a nice suit and, and, and nice shoes and a great jacket, and they got nice hair, you know, and everybody looks at them and goes, wow, what a hunk, or wow, that guy's got it all together. He looks like someone who's making a name for himself in his life, but in reality, he's he's faking it. He's pretending because he doesn't want anybody to see the truth. And the truth is, is that he could very well be dealing with a lot of trauma and a lot of pain. And there's so much fear in his life that he uses this as a way to dissociate from the daily life, the daily grind and the pain that he has dealt with. And it's his way to escape. And he is a really good master at hiding the truth like a magician or masking the, the that pain that he's been dealing with forever it could be since his childhood maybe he was maybe he was the ugly ducking duckling in school and he was always bullied or teased and beat up maybe he never had friends maybe he worked hard and went to the gym and, and, and got real strong and went to school after, you know, went to college and, and got a great job for because of his schooling. But deep inside, he's scared. There are, there are people out there, men and women, who get into relationships and because of the trauma, because of something that has happened to them, whether it's because of their mother Maybe it's their father. Maybe it's a teacher. Maybe they were sexually harassed or sexually abused as a, as a, as a teenager or as a child. And their only way to get anything out of life or to feel good or to get to feel normal is to have short-term relationships. And then when things start to get serious, they end them because they're afraid that being in a serious relationship is going to bring back the pain and the memories of what caused their trauma to begin with. So they don't want to be serious in with anybody. They just want to play around or they want to have short-term relationships or they want to have like sleep, you know, they meet, they meet the, a nice guy or, or, or a nice girl and, and they want to have sex with them and then that's it but they never want to go anywhere beyond that first initial contact or maybe they just date them short term and the sign that the second sign or the moment that it, they think it's getting serious they dump them there's been a lot of that out there and i'm i i can imagine that there are a lot of you out there who either have experienced that as the person getting dumped or you've done it yourself and because you're afraid of what could happen if you got serious now i'm not saying that it it would or that it wouldn't and you have every right to feel the way you feel because to you this is the truth this is reality and until you're able to be willing to look at getting the help that's out there and 
digging deep inside yourself and saying, I need to look at this. I need to find out why I'm having such a problem. Then you can start to heal and get towards a new area in your life and see reality from beyond your trauma, beyond those parts that are constantly keeping you in a state of fear and a state of trauma or dissociated instead of facing what is happening. It's hard. There's a lot of people out there that are so scared and have had so much trauma and pain and abuse that it takes nothing for them to run away. They fight to get out of it, to feel normal, to feel safe. They run away in order to feel safe because it's easier to run than to face the tough choices that they have to make. I have personal experience in that. I often, and I think even today, I would still, in a tough situation, back out or avoid it and try to do something to make things better rather than face the music and face the reality, you know? It's a sign of growth and it takes a long time to get there. It's not easy. It's not something that you can just pick up from a few sessions with your therapist. It takes a lot of work and it takes a lot of self searching and finding out more about things about yourself and trying to show yourself and your parts that you're no longer in danger. It's not an easy thing. I'm not saying that you can just, you know, sit down on a chair and say, hey, this is reality. Wake up and suddenly the next day you're you're just the, you're a different guy or, or girl because all of a sudden you figured it out. It takes a long time. It takes a lot of work, a lot of therapy, a lot of self-work and self-healing and discovery to get there. Not everybody is capable of doing it. There's a lot of people out there who are scared to try. And I'm, and I'm not saying it's wrong. I think they have their reasons. But everybody at some point, if they're willing to try and at least take the first step, can find the way out. And it's a tough journey. And if they're strong, and if they really want to find the way to heal, then they'll stick to it. It's, it's hard. Some, they just can't. It's, it's too difficult. And they don't know how to get there. And there's nobody who's going to be able to help them. Because honestly, the only person who can make this happen is yourself. No friend, no wife, no husband, no partner, no family member is going to be able to get you there. You have to get there yourself in order to heal. It's the only real way to get there. It's just like anything else when it comes to, you know, to making a change. You can have people tell you over and over, you got to do it this way. You're doing it wrong. This doesn't make sense. Why do you do this? You know, they give you all the explanations. They give you all the motivation and all the power. And they give you the light. 
the green light to go and they show you the way they show you the door they even hand you the key but unless you are willing to say to yourself there is something not right i need help i am scared i don't know what is going on and you're willing to walk through that door on your own then you've made the right step that first step has been done but you need to get there society is facing a mental health crisis this pandemic from 2020 onwards and it's still not fully over you know it's still around it's definitely no hoax there's there's a legitimate covid but i don't want to get into the political side of it this pandemic really has begun to bring out the harsh reality that this society today is in deep trouble there are so many out excuse me so many of us out there who have had issues abuse problems that have caused them to just you know they're afraid and it could be facing a, a new job ending an abusive relationship trying to go and and get a better education dealing with a, a a bad parent that it was abusive or dealing with a boss that it takes advantage of his employees because he knows that nobody is willing to stand up to him or facing an, a former boyfriend who just won't get the point and leave you alone and doesn't realize that he does she doesn't want to see you anymore it's too many people are so afraid to to see that there's something not right that there is a problem that their fears and that trauma and the pain that they felt is in the way of leaving or see leading a healthy happy and successful life and the sad thing is that there are many many people out there who have no idea that this is what's happening they often question themselves or they have their someone they know who tries to talk about it with them and they're not willing to listen they either can't admit it they deny or they lie to themselves that they're fine and they're they're unwilling to do anything because they don't think there is a problem but other people around them can see there's something wrong and that's really sad and that's really a, a bad thing for society because people they just there's nothing out there and they're not like nobody's so few i should say are willing to really take a step you know put up with it and go and make the changes that are necessary to talk to somebody to finally sit down with a friend or with their partner and say sweetie or bud i have a problem I need help. I've, I'm so scared. There's, I don't know what I'm going to do tomorrow. I'm, I don't know if I'm ever, I'm going to make it and I'm, I might go hungry. 
I don't know if I'm going to have a job. I don't, I don't know if I'm going to be able to keep my place. I've, and then, even, you know, they start to open up and they start to talk about it. But society as a whole needs to be more open-minded and needs to be more willing to listen and to hear people's, you know, stories and let them talk. Don't shut them out. Don't, you know, use stereotypes and and say, oh, he's just crazy or, or he's such a he's so lazy or he's he always complains. He's never at work. He never takes things seriously instead of thinking to themselves, wonder if there's something going on. Maybe maybe we can talk to him about it. Maybe there's something we can do. It's it's hardly ever that it's always negative stereotypes, negative thoughts, negative feelings and beliefs. And it's so sad because that is such a common thing today. And it's so much worse even 20 years ago because the way society lives right now is we're so divided and there's so much anguish and anger and it's so tense out there that people are afraid to admit to anybody that there's something wrong because they believe that they're going to be looked at as weak and as incapable of, of being on their own or a loser or a loner or antisocial. And so they just keep it to themselves instead of speaking out. That's what they need to do. And society needs to be open to people. They need to have more compassion and open their hearts and their minds and just sit and listen. Don't try to fix it. Don't give them suggestions. Don't say, I think this is what you should do. I see the problem. I know what to help or how to help. Don't do that. Just listen to them. Give them an hour. Give them two hours. Take them on a walk. Buy them a drink. Or maybe buy them dinner and, and just have a quiet spot and, the, and you guys can just, and he or she can talk to you about what's going on and just listen and give them your attention and just say, I am sorry that this is happening. I understand. I realize that this is really hard and I hope that, you know, together we can find something for you to get help. You just be there for them. Simple as that. Don't try to fix it. Just be there and listen. All right, everybody. That's the end of the first episode of this new podcast. I hope you enjoyed this. I hope this was informative and helpful. I am on Twitter, of course. My Twitter handle is at traumatized. PC. That's podcast. You can go to the website. It's www.traumatizedpodcast.link. L-I-N-K. I am on Apple. I'm on Amazon. I'm on Google. I'm on Spotify. I'm on iHeartRadio. You can find me on all those stations. I will have a new episode every Saturday. And it'll probably be about 30 to 40 minutes long, unless I'm doing an interview, which will be the next episode. 
Um, his name is Dolphin. He is an expert when it comes to healing and family. And he was, he's an excellent guest and I learned so much from him and I think you will learn a lot from him. So tune in next Saturday. That's April 8th for the second episode when the interview will be on. It's about 50 minutes roughly and I'm sure you'll enjoy it. All right, everybody. That's it. Have a great week and I hope to hear you again later.